Hey everyone, welcome back to the Challenger Fandom Podcast. Today we've got another episode of the Challengers Unplugged with none other than Anissa. Guys, this conversation was amazing. We had a great time. Anissa is funny as hell. She had us rolling almost the whole interview um, with stories of stuff that's happened behind the scenes in seasons like The Gauntlet 2, The Duel. Um, she also told us about some behind the scenes of current seasons, uh, including Tori's newsletter, which I was rolling about. Um, with that being said, I want to let you guys know there is some audio issues throughout the episode. Uh, we decided not to edit that out. We wanted you guys to hear everything Anissa was saying. So you might have to turn it up or down depending on how it works on your stereo. With that being said, I don't want to keep you guys from Anissa any longer. Here she is. Hello, Anissa. This is Josh. I'm the one who been talking to on instagram and this is rick this is his wife karina and together we make challenge fandom podcast got it hi <laughs> okay so i'm gonna start off like it's a really random question anisa and um i'm just gonna dive into it so on the duel when you went against uh Svetlana and you lost that elimination at the end tj gave you his jacket to wear did yes. you get to keep that jacket or did you yes. have to give it back? Do you still have it? Yes. Oh my God. That's so cool. He promised me in the beginning um, that if I made it to the end, he would give it to me. Aww. I mean, that was devastating elimination. It, it was for the it viewers. It was so too. stupid, too. It was I, horrible. I should have told her to just pick it up. Yeah. Then I would have been in the final with Jody. Yeah. In my personal opinion, it was just a flawed elimination from the beginning. Like the other person should have had to try to attempt it to at minimum. It shouldn't have just been like, oh, they can't do it. They're out. Right. Yeah. It was stupid. It was dumb. And it was the only one I had already done it. I was like, there's push me was the last one. And I was like, let's do that one. She probably wouldn't have beat me in that, but oh, no. No. <laughs> no, she wouldn't have beat you in that. <laughs> but the carabiner was tricky too. So I don't know. Great season that- though. But yeah, I still have the jacket. I used to bring it on every challenge with me as good luck. I would put it on my bed. Oh my God, that's so awesome. We've been wondering that for a really long time. (laughs) If if you ever check your DMs, you'll probably get that question from me like three times. So just ignore it now. (laughs) No, I mean, you're not the only one. A bunch of people have asked me about it. They really wonder about that jacket. I'm like, I'm not giving it to you. I don't know why you've asked. I guess they still have it. Like I was going to say, that that was our next question. Will you give it to us as a gift? <laughs> no, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> no, that's never, awesome. Never. I'm getting buried in it. Right? Well, there you go. I don't blame you. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's a really nice jacket. I, I was hooked I, on it once I saw it. Yeah, he was sponsored by, um, especially that season, BMW, Fox, like just everybody. Right. Yeah, didn't get a BMW, though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that that brings me into a question that I didn't even write down, but um, from the current challenges. That's what I do. That's that's why producers love being interviews, because I just get you to the next question and or a question you didn't think of. Right. So do you miss the old prizes? Um, Siri, no one was talking to you. Sorry. You're fine. Go ahead. Do you miss the old prizes um, rather than the cash at the end, I mean, did it give you more incentive then than it does now? 
Um, I mean, it was always nice to like do something physically demanding or mentally demanding and then getting a prize for it. To be honest, well, the prize money at the end is bigger, but it is nice to get stuff along the way. So that even if you don't make it to the end, you didn't leave empty handed, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. You still might get a BMW motorcycle. No. I mean, <laughs> Johnny Mosley owes me skis. Um, they owe me a bike. There are a few things I never got. Oh, really? Oh, wow. oh dang. Yeah. So BMP, if there's a prize room and or cash, you could just give me. <laughs> I'll, take <either>. I'll take <laughs> a <Yeah>. check. <laughs> yeah. You know my address. You know my name. <laughs> Get it to me. Oh my gosh, that's crazy because I've actually wondered that, you know, how the prizes work. Um, you know, I, I assume that you guys have to wait until you get back from filming before you can collect on the prizes. Uh, and so I've always wondered how that works when when you get back to the States and stuff, how that goes about collecting that prize and ensuring that you actually get it. Um, and so it's interesting to know that that there have been a few times that the prizes weren't actually paid out. Yeah, like they would hand you the Seiko watch and you'd be like, thanks, TJ. And at the end, he'd be like, can I get that back? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good on me for these uh, first five seconds. Yeah, that's all. You get to see it and then go. Like the Xbox wasn't in the Xbox box, you know? Right. Aww. Yeah, I figured but they I were did, empty. Yeah, I did get it and I gave it to my brother. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. You know, obviously we've we've seen you on many different seasons of the challenge. Uh, we've seen you compete on almost every different type of format that they've had from rivals to X's to all these new spy things that they have going on. Do you prefer the older style formats like the rivals and the X's and the battle of the sexes and stuff like that? Or do you like the new direction that the show is going in now? I love everything we used to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think because people were so used to like people don't like change. They don't. No. Right. Especially yeah. when it comes to I think these shows where like you're used to the format switching, but like rivals was awesome because you had people that hated each other that had to work together. You saw fights, you saw problem solving, you saw all these things organically happening. Um, and I think a lot of the themes push that out of people. Now it's just like spies, lies, and allies, and like, what are we? But I get it that you know, with the progression <laughs> of the show and like other shows that are going on, like they have to top it, you know, like they there always are have to grow. More explosions and bigger trucks and more crazy, you know, challenges. And like this season, especially, was like the most random eliminations I've ever seen. I've yeah. never seen so many different ones where I'm like. I used to be shit in elimination. I don't know if I could do all this. <laughs> like we knew what to expect. And now I'm like, so I can't like, so I won't be wrestling anybody. I have to climb up a beam. It's not, and pull out things not meant for my body shape. Like, yeah. yeah. Like even this last elimination on the last episode where they were climbing those poles not, and going not up. Not for my body. No. Amanda was perfect for it. She could like squat there. She's so tiny. Yeah, I would like, say she's small. There's no way. See ya. It was nice <laughs> to know everybody. Yeah, can I get Great a step ladder off to the side so I can get up to the next pole? <laughs> yeah, right? That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm like, so is there, is there like a 
for adults over 35. Is there a lack? <laughs> <laughs> the only way I can just solve tanorams down here. You <laughs> mean pull me up on the harness. Right. <laughs> right. They totally could do that. Get a couple of your guys. <laughs> so, and Anissa, kind of talking about the last episode, and I don't want to go into detail because I know it's it's all over social media and it, whatnot, but I have a deeper question about how the show used to handle things and how it's handling things now. And because a lot of your previous seasons, you've dealt with issues regarding race and sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all seen it with Robin, um, with Trishel. And then in these last few seasons, MTV's made the decision to just kind of cut those scenes from happening. Um, And it sparks more of a conversation online because there's ambiguity to it. Do you think they would be better suited to show it how they showed it previously, where it starts that conversation in in more of a long-term fashion? Yeah, I'm on the fence with this because it's like when I was doing it, and I had to solve my own problems and MTV really never, you know, will be, they didn't step in because we based our show on it being a reality show where we were going to figure this out, you know? And if I want to handle anything, Robin, you come in the duel with me and I'll send you home. Like there were ways of getting it done. It was a teachable moment. Um, she learned from that moment. There were so many things that were said off camera that were like distasteful and probably racially insensitive, but people didn't know the boundaries of that I think people didn't know about implicit bias it's like I don't think people were as educated and we didn't have social media and I think because of that and I wonder if it if it's because of like protecting people's mental health and like the fans are awful some of them oh they're terrible imagine something that you did whether it's taken out of context or edited properly you know and then and you, you didn't mean it and you feel awful about it. And then they put it on the show. They put it on a show and then you come home to you go kill yourself. You're a horrible. Fr- I mean, it gets to be a lot when it's every day, there's someone else saying something terrible to you. I only had to deal with message boards, which were bad enough. Right. I couldn't imagine it on this scale. Yes. Coffee time. Woo. <laughs> no, no, no. That's oh, priority geez. right there. <laughs> my friends, my friends are like, tiptoeing i'm like it's okay yeah no worries at all Uh, we understand i'm gonna take a sip too (laughs) oh my god it's so good cheers everyone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's never a wrong time for iced coffee i'm gonna be honest never love you thank you so much (laughs) so um however it's leaving this like missing piece into what the hell just happened Right. It's like aliens scooped up cast members and just took them away. Yeah. Never to be seen or heard of again. Like, it's just, it's bizarre. Um, but I know, I, I feel like they're, t- they also explained it. We had to talk about it. I don't even know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but uh, that our show isn't to out people for all of the bad shit that they do. And that we are not here to to basically shine a light on bad behavior. Right. Because we're not about that. So what we are representative of is all of the other good shit. I mean, we're in a really sensitive time. So I think it's it's keeping everyone safe mentally and emotionally, but it just sucks in the, in the, in the storytelling sense of like what happens 
And then how do we fix it? Like with D, like I have my issues with how that happens because to me, D is a woman of color and we totally didn't take into account that like she was, you know, she really didn't fit in Australia and she went through shit um, and prejudice and, and whatever. And it just, we just were like, see ya. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't care about how I feel about her as a person. Cause I actually talked to her a lot after the show. And then that tweet came up. Yes, it was insensitive. Sure. But we also have these teachable moments of like, D you can't say that kind of shit. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Apology would have been enough. Not, you know, I just think that there are moments where we can step in and be like, hey, you, you can come back from this. Because that's the only thing I'm scared of is like the social media repercussions. You can apologize to your friends when you mess up. You know, you can hold yourself accountable. But these people don't only hold you accountable. They dig in your past and they find every single thing that you've ever done wrong. And then they put it on social media. And then, you know, journalists are writing um articles about things but they're only based on t pages so like you're getting yeah. the, the wrong story anyway it's just but you can't defend yourself because you're not allowed to talk about it so it's just so it's a lot but i i know why they're doing it and i i respect the fact that we are trying to respect people and we're trying to show that we are a show that condones bad behavior absolutely and see i'm i'm on the fence with it like you are because i grew up you know, in my teenage years in the late 90s, early 2000s. So I learned about, you know, sexual orientation and sexual diversity and all that through MTV. I mean, with you being one of the leading people in that in the early 2000s, when culturally it was not acceptable at all. I mean, people forget that 10 years ago, Hillary Clinton was against gay marriage. And it's so quick. Yeah, and that's that's a whole other story. But you know, I, I think they they are missing out on the ability to have that teachable moment, like they had for so many years with the real world and road rules mm-hmm. and the beginning years of the challenge. So I, I definitely see both sides of the fence where you're coming from. It just, I mean, yeah. that's the only way I can explain it or make sense of it in my mind as to why, because I know that like. I know that, like, I've definitely, you know, faced other shit, and I, it's just, it's frustrating, because, like, the biggest advice to myself is, like, don't react, don't right. say anything, and that's been fine, but, like, you want to defend yourself, you want to say the right, you know, the true story, and it's just, it's a hard pill to swallow, and you just kind of got to let it go. Yeah, I... It- and uh, to speak on what else you said, as far as like with social media, where they're going back 10 years to try to find some inflammatory tweet. And I saw one the other day and they were talking about Jordan and it said, you know, what he did to Nia and Marlon in real world was just abominable and he shouldn't be on the show for that. And it goes, and I was talking to the person, I go, but he's repaired his relationship with both those people. I mean, it's kind of shown. I mean, at a certain right. point, someone evolves and learns and they have to have those teachable moments. And their reply was, well, his apology to them and their repair of the relationship doesn't affect the rest of us. And it was like, but we're not on the show with the rest of you. Exactly. We're on the show. I mean, I feel like it, an apology is, you know, half the battle I think then your actions have to then then follow that 
Absolutely. So you can apologize all day, but when you start like, you know, maybe doing things for the community and or trying to repair your relationship with, with all of the people that you've hurt by doing something great. Right. So speaking of apologies, I just finished streaming all stars yesterday, the first season. And you finally got a face-to-face apology from Trishelle. How did yeah. how did you feel about that? Well, she actually um, messaged me on Facebook. She asked Jemmy if she could, and I'm like, of co- I mean, of course, it's been years. <laughs> right. I forgot her a long time ago because it wasn't. Some people are just ignorant to things, and for me, I've always had to deal with some type of shit from somebody. I mean, even as a kid, I, this is nothing new to me. But she, when she apologized in person, I was just so emotional because I was like, I really like her. She's really funny. Yeah. Um, and it, it was just upsetting that we had to go through that. But I think we're both better because of it. I know that, you know, I'm, I guess, a better problem solver now than I was then. That's um, <laughs> calmed down a lot. Uh, in my old with that, <laughs> with that being said, that was one of the cleanest elbows I've ever seen in my life. It, it was, was just so yes, my, arm came, my arm came in and went around her so that I could guide her head. So yep. that she couldn't see me if she was trying to hit me. So I was like training in Muay Thai and shit then. So I was just like, let me just put my hand around here. Because then if she can't, <laughs> can't accurately hit me, I was not going to hit her. I had a beer in one hand. Yeah. Didn't even, didn't even spill a drop, but it still was um, triggering. I mean, it was awful, yeah. but yeah. she really was upset about it. She was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, I absolutely love you. And I finally got my apology and it was public and it was great. And that was that moment. Yeah. It, it was nice Full to circle, see you. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a really beautiful moment to watch. Honestly, um, I watching it, I wasn't sure how it was all going to go down, how the apology was going to come out. Cause I, I feel like with Trishelle, it can, you know, things can always go either way. Um, and obviously we haven't seen her in a long time since before the all-star. So I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, but it was a beautiful moment. And I'm, I'm really glad that you guys got to have that on camera because, of how the situation started on camera on the show so like you said it was kind of a full circle and it gave the viewers that full circle as well um yeah. and, and it showed a lot of her growth and I think that that helped for her to you know be coming back onto all stars and stuff it helped with the with the fan base to to see that growth from her yeah and what you don't see is that a cat jumped on my lap uh, mid-scene and how they just edited Sylvester out what house cat yep he jumped in mid mid tears i'm like guys you okay? the cat's here the cat, <laughs> the cat. and I, i'm obsessed with this cat so much and he's like kneading while she's apologizing <laughs> <laughs> they just magically made him disappear but that's that wild yeah it broke up the the moment for a minute so we like laughed a little bit then we got back to it and we were crying and it was it was great so we uh, we run a Facebook challenge group, like fan page kind of thing, however you want to. No way. You get out of town, right? <laughs> Anyways, um, we I know one person in the group, and he, him and his family are huge fans of yours. They mm-hmm. root for you consistently. They were so upset when you uh, had to DQ this season. I'm okay and now. I see that arm movement. That, that range say, of motion yeah. is smooth. Look right. at that. Whoa! Oh, look at fancy. that. Yeah, a little trick for the audience there that you could hear the sounds. It was impressive. 
Right. It was. It, it was, was very impressive, yes. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, he wasn't able to come on to ask these questions, but he did submit a couple questions. The first one is, if you're running up to a platform to pick a team, and there's an ideal team of six people, and there's one spot left for you, who are the other two women and three guys that are on that team with you? <laughs> yeah, that's really putting you on the spot right there. Emily Schramm. Oh, yes. Yeah. I need another brain. Um, <laughs> I pick Emily Schramm, Sarah Rice. I like that one, yeah. Just because she can keep us calm and she has a brain, but she's like really good at weird shit. Right. And, and she's str- like, yes, her. Um, Absolutely. Three guys. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Landon. Ooh, yeah. CT. Mm hmm. And yes. Oh, I love like yes. yes. I love yes. He is so, he seems like such a sweet guy. I never oh, my I, whole I, entire heart being spirit loves him. Oh. He would give me we would hug each other every day and do breathing exercises. He is he's just one of the special ones where it's like um he put a post up recently. I don't know if you've seen it with his abs. Mm-hmm. Just like I've never taken a shirtless photo. And I I sent him a text. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me with this bit. Like it was like and then he really answered me this whole thing. I'm like, no, it was rhetorical. Like <laughs> it <looked> great. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I can't even believe what you women go through. Like I've never taken it. And it's never about him. It's always about like how impressive women are and how strong they are. And his his view of his wife and his mother and of women is just so amazing. I just, I just love him for being an ally, an advocate, an activist. Like he is just amazing. All the A's, all the fucking A's. <laughs> every day. It's to me, yes, is that one in a billion person that shows up, that once in a generational person that is just so special. I mean, to hear about what he did with his winnings from All Stars and giving back to the community, yes. and it, it is the most heartwarming story I've ever heard. I mean, if. If you're not a fan of yes, I don't know what to say about that kind of person. I mean, I made the right decision not voting him in, and I felt I could sleep well every night knowing that. That's that's funny because I was going to bring that up, too. So what happened was I never shook anybody's hand and said, I'm not going to vote for you. Nehemiah was the choice in the beginning. And I was like, guys, you understand that, like, I'm the one that's probably going to get picked to go into elimination with any any of these guys. Like... I have the highest chance of going in. Right, yeah. So I want to pick somebody who may not pick me. (laughs) um, So we had picked Nehemiah, we had agreed on Nehemiah, and then Nehemiah came up to me and he was like, so we're going to do yes. And I was like, I guess. And then I got downstairs and I couldn't even look yes in the face. And I was like, well, got my answer there. I can't like, when I voted in Allison, I could look right in his eyes. I mean, I just didn't, it didn't sit well with me. And I'm, I, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm allowed to change my mind. And in the moment, my gut was like, Anissa, you're going to make the wrong decision. If you picked your friend, the person right. that you love that has kept you sane this whole time that has, you know, listened to you and, and comforted you and has been your rock. Who's literally like, I will pull you up this mountain if I have to, like, I want to wow. be there with you type of, yeah. Yeah. Let me not. It's yes. I'm okay with you saying you might have name now. 
<laughs> Nehemiah's my guy. I, I I talk to Nehemiah every once in a while. I've always been a fan of his. He's always so down to earth, easy to talk to. You know what? So, he is a he is a good guy. He is, and he's forgiving. We saw each other, so hopefully, you know, he doesn't hate me for forever. But I'm sure he doesn't. He's also on another season, you know. So. I'm going to be honest. If you can mend the fence after throwing Tori in her rookie year, I think I think you're golden. <laughs> I mean, because Tori and I, she was she was, we were rooting for each other on Dirty Thirty every every time we came in the top like five. Yep. I, and I beat on that first challenge. I was like, <laughs> so on double agents, how did it? How did you feel sending Tori home? Awful. Oh, my heart broke. I yeah. cried. I, sleep with my hand on her bed like we have a i know we slept head to head um a few nights but (laughs) she's she's a one in a million for me too where like she reminds me of me when i was younger and she also like ever feeling bad or down like she's like you're a bad bitch and like she'll find stuff and she'll send it to me and be like you want to post this you look really fucking good at it like she's just aww she's just amazing and i've never laughed so much than i do with her like we get embarrassed by the same shit like some of our stories history like whatever are so so they mirror each other and i'm like no way me too and she's just lived a lot and you know she's just she just wants to be loved and to have everything be happy and i hate all the hate that she gets because it's annoying and I, terrible. I just stopped defending her because it's just too much. Um, but she's just an incredible person. And I think people just need a person to hate. And they pitch one and, you know, they'll go off. But she really doesn't do anything to yeah. anybody. It's really she re- terrible. She, no, she really doesn't. I think that you, people, I think that it's easy for people to dislike Tori because she's she's different. Um, she's more free. She's more, I don't give a fuck and she'll be silly. She'll be weird. She'll do weird shit that people normally wouldn't do. Yeah. Labyrinths together. Accents. (laughs) We make up, we have our, we know people think we have our own language, but we don't, we just, we've been around each other so much that we both like do these like accents and I'll pick up on whatever she's saying and then mimic it. And then people are like, what are you guys saying? I'm like, we're speaking English. Right. (laughs) I'm just going to say the scene you guys had on spies, lies and allies oh. when you came back injured and she, you asked her, she would help you shower and she started crying. Like even as a guy and I'm trying to be tough, I'm like, <laughs> I cried literal was... tears, like literal tears. I was like, that is the sweetest thing. I want a friend like that. <laughs> like it was, well, I had dried mud everywhere and it couldn't move my arm. She had to cut yeah. my bra off me. Oh, it was like, uh, by the way, I'm gonna need those shorts. I'm like, take the fucking shorts. <laughs> <laughs> or my aunt, she needed something. I'm like, take whatever. I gave everything away: pillow, spray, protein, like all this stuff. But um, I think I was just in so much pain and in shock, and like, I I needed a break anyway because I'd done so many shows. I mean, I didn't yeah. want that. But I think it was just all of that coming to a head of like damn girl this is the fourth show in a row like and you just hurt yourself and you know because your adrenaline's high with blood pressure I almost threw up I almost passed it was I was hyperventilating like it was the worst pain I have ever experienced in my life it was probably out of the socket for about two hours and 
when I came back, I was just like leaving my, my best friend to like, I wanted her to be okay. And I wasn't going to be there to, you know, cause I have this like big sister, like motherly protective thing where it's like, you know, I want to be with you. Like we had this plan that we were going to run this final together. And I felt like this was a really good season for me. I was in a good spot. I had a great partner. I had great friendships. My alliance was pretty on point. And, you know, it was just really emotional for me. I, I don't really know why, but there was just so much going on. So like people, a lot of people are like, so dramatic. I'm like, I couldn't stop crying. I mean, you're leaving this thing, you know, right. like you work so hard for, and you put so much in and you're so stressed out and, you're, and it's COVID and it's like all this shit. And I, it really took over me, but this is the first time because Tori didn't cry on double agents. I right. cried. I cried <laughs> like a baby. Oh, when she was on the bus and I was sobbing, like, you don't want to do that to your friend. Um, No. Watch her struggle. That was awful. I wanted to go over and help her with the cart. Like, it was just. (laughs) Let me pull that for you really quick. It's okay. I mean, probably could have, but. Right. um, (laughs) You know, and I love love her because she pushes me and like, we're super, both of us are really competitive. So it's nice. Like, it's nice to have. Um, somebody like that in my family now. So uh, yeah, that was a really emotional moment, especially with Logan, because I felt like I was letting him down. And yeah, yeah I was, and the, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, because because you were set up, you had a good partner, you know, you were it, you, you had a good alliance set up, like you guys had a good plan with the whole vet truce and everything. Um, that was that was devastating. I was really sad to see you go out that way. I mean, in my opinion, the whole season's completely different if if Anissa stays. Oh. Like, I yeah. don't think the Fessy and Josh thing might blow up as big. Because I, I think whenever you're in the house, you kind of oh, are the voice of reason. that up a minute. In a yeah. Minute. Yeah. yeah. You would have had that. Because <laughs> I've already been there. I've already done the fights. I've already done what I, it's like. You guys are friends for what? Right. Exactly. So that was annoying. But yeah, I, I don't know how I became the. The voice of reason. I guess I always have been. You have. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're talking about Anissa, the voice. I will, I don't need a gauntlet to catch. I can catch, I will you, catch with you with words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. but, did I, but did I lie? No, no lies. No, no, no lies were told that day. No lies were told. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really told many lies. I'm an awful, awful liar. I've never been able to master that skill. With that being said, you're also like the most quotable person from the challenge, I think, of all time. Oh, yeah. It's uh, not even close. I said easily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just tired of the shit I say isn't recorded. Right. You know? Except now. Oh, my obviously. God. Yeah, I know. I know. Now I'm like, don't say that. You don't want to say that. Don't say it. <laughs> don't say it or it's going to be on YouTube for decades to come. Oh, my gosh. All right. So uh, another question he has, and speaking, it kind of goes to you being the voice of reason on the show now. Where do you think rookies are messing up at? Like, do you think they should know how to swim or they should watch previous seasons? Like, where do they falter at? Know how to swim. I mean, that's a given. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that people, some people just didn't know what they were getting into. Um, They were advised to watch the show. Some people watched more than others. Some people really studied. But it was crazy because Big T taught Tatcha how to swim. That elimination was kind of obvious. She was on Jeremiah like a cat. Yeah. Like trying to get out of the bathtub. 
Yeah, but that water was the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do it. I'm a good swimmer. I never thought that I would be in so many different wave patterns. I mean, they were crashing on you. Then they were pulling you in. Like, But when she was in the pool, like, it was crazy how big T had taught her how to swim in a couple days. Like, they tried every day. Which is amazing. I mean, it's like Leroy. He took swimming lessons. Like, yeah. um, Nelly became a better swimmer it still splashes like all over the place it's like a spastic swimmer um but still still can move in the water now i you know went summer camp every summer so i was always swimming but i think the rookies are messing up by not taking the move i mean priscilla was the ship um you threatened me so i'm gonna call you out i love it we need that well i think the problem is now like back when, when this all started, it was like, yeah, you're meeting your friends up for summer camp and we're all going to be on a challenge and that's fun. And then some people don't do it. There were so many people to choose from and they were just doing new cast and maybe one or two, yeah. three, like, you know, people that are going to come back and then two people that are new, like it wasn't so many rookies and right. then so many people that have been doing it for so many years or so many seasons. So I think because there's such a big gap between people that have never played and people that have been on consecutive seasons, that's what can mess things up. That's actually a so really good point. It's hard to get a leg up when you come in just naked, naked baby. Yeah, it, I mean, I think the, the spotlight was on Gabo when he didn't know who TJ was. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy on the TV? Gabo is incredible. Oh my god! I want him to come back. Like he is the best follow on social too. I mean, like so I don't, I don't understand Polish, so I don't get all of his social media. But some of the ones, oh my god, it's gold. I love following him. And the more he was on he the season, Polish. I fucked up with that. He was on Warsaw Shore, but he's hung. He's Hungarian. Oh, he's Hungarian. Oh, oh. No, wait. I went up and I'm like Nastrovia. He was like, I'm not from Poland. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Derek told me to you. Derek told me that Derek told me Kaczynski told yeah. me to say that to him because I mean I'm Polish too, but far removed. And <laughs> Derek speaks fluent Polish. So he told me wow. to say that thinking that Gabo's from Poland. Poland. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, he hates me. Oh my gosh. He did not. He was like, I'm not from Poland, I'm from Hungary. <laughs> I'm like, well, speaking of hungry, I'm starving. I'm going to get out of here. Pizza's done. (laughs) What did you say? All my my lunch is there? Cool. I was so embarrassed. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and I thought he was the cutest thing ever. And he just got, he's one of the best editors. He made, because he DJs, um, he made a house track with Bettina's laugh in it while we were in quarantine. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? I'll send it to you at some point. Oh, Oh my gosh. Please. It's the best thing I have ever experienced. In quarantine, Tori was doing a newsletter every day. It was incredible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I wish they would have. I wish we could have, like, published them because they are. I mean, they're incredible. I, they're a little X-rated, but they're incredible. Right. <laughs> we were doing like menu reviews, and because we're doing the same shit every day, menu reviews. Um, we did a road party on the balcony. Uh, I mean, just all of these. Things. It's just we can be fun. 
I was going to say, so it sounds like you guys still have a lot of fun when you guys are there in quarantine and in the house. We just don't get shown it as much as we used to back in the day. Yeah, because we used to, if I mean, on all stars, I think they're just, I think they're showing it because it was like a staple. It was like, right. Robin used to be like one of the biggest party planners. Like they'd have an earpiece that they made and like, you can't get in, you can't get in. And yeah, last we were like messing up Darrell's name, calling him Daryl and you know, <laughs> telling him he had VIP, but we didn't let him in. <laughs> we were like, we don't care who you know, you're not on the list. He was totally on the list. Um, but just like really getting his character and not caring and bringing costumes and doing whatever. I think that this show doesn't do it anymore. You know, I think yeah. unless we like, like how we did on double agents where we're like, yeah, eighties party. Like, unless we come up with something, they're not going to, these kids aren't going to do it. Right. Have, like seeing that again on all stars was fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have, I mean, I'm already, I've already watched some of it. It gets good. Yeah, I was going to say, well, even even on All-Stars 2, on this first episode of All-Stars 2, we got that fun scene with, um, who was that? It was Tina and Derek, Derek. yeah, where he dressed up and he he emulated it. That was so funny. I loved seeing that. I'm like, I'm glad y'all brought wigs. Like, thank you for being fun. I was so mad I wasn't there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I couldn't do it because of my shoulder, but. Right. Did you um, have to have surgery on your shoulder? Absolutely not. A whole bunch of rubber bands doing this for eight weeks. I did. I started going to physical therapy. So I do cleans and presses and push-ups and pull-ups and all that stuff. Right. I just got right. Peloton yesterday. I'm ready. Nice. I love it. I love it. Cycling action. Yeah, I've been seeing your stories and your posts lately about, you know, working. Uh, you were working with like a um, a personal trainer um, you were out doing some runs out on the outside of the building on the sidewalk out there. And I thought that was really cool that you were showing well, us that side. Yeah, because I never do. I don't, I'm not a social media person. I don't document my whole life. So like, right. When I went to CrossFit six days a week, I would take a picture of the outside or like, it'd be over. And I'm like, shit, I should have, I had a great wad today. I had a great time. I should have fucking, but I don't have time to like set the phone up, make sure it's angled on me while I yeah. leave ugly ugly deadlift face when it gets and I turn really red when I work out and um I I started doing that because I hate running so I was like well if I document it then I can hold myself accountable and other people can too I didn't know it would be as motivating as it was keeping it documented people are think that I'm like morbidly obese I don't know why like good for you girl I'm like guys I'm not even a plus size like I'm just 40 and your body's yeah. changing. And like when I was 25, yeah, I could smoke a pack of Newports and drink Starbucks all week and still stay at 128. And even yeah. then they called me fat. It's just, in, could you imagine me at 128? I'd be, I don't even know if they'd let me on the show. It's, dis- it, it's disgusting, problem? honestly. Go, go get help. But my body's just changed, you know? And with muscles and other things, it's just like strength can look like a lot of different things. And mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be a six pack. No. no, I mean, I saw you, I was rewatching um, The Duel 2. <laughs> so was, small. Oh, it's just so small. I was sharing yeah. clothes with Brittany and Rachel. Yeah. Yeah, I was watching, I'm sorry, not The Duel 2, it was The Gauntlet 2 when it was Mark's birthday. And you were up there dancing. You were tiny, tiny, tiny. 
mm-hmm. you know, it, know. And that's a thing. Yeah, it's it's disgusting looking back at some of the things that were said and the judgments that were said. There was even even some of the other players were getting a lot of um a lot of hate for their weight and they're just normal 120 130 size women and it's just it's it's Which disgusting sounds, to look back at it that's crazy because like you look at tori tori's probably like 150 now she had gained weight last season so she could you know she wanted some weight on her but right. 150 for tori is just like kind of like a cute little appearance of a four pack a big butt and like she looks great awesome yeah but could you imagine her 30 pounds smaller? No, I'd be like, ew. Yeah, no, yeah, she'd, no be too, she'd be too skinny. Yeah, it, it would just look odd. Yeah, unless it's all muscle. I mean, a lot of it's muscle. She's strong. It's just looking at these bodies, like, it's just insane to me that, like, you know, it, th- this is what it's come to. Well, and it's an obvious double standard, too, because, I mean, CT in War of the Worlds 2 was not in the best shape he's ever been in. But he could still do everything, and there was no hate. I mean, there was hate against him online, yeah, there but, <laughs> but there was no difference in how he could perform, and I feel it's the same way with you as well. So different for women. Like, yeah. CT do these until he's whatever, but they're like, God, she's retired, she's old. I'm like, he's older. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah Donnie, that's annoying. Donnie's like 10 months younger than me. I mean, why is this a thing? It if, shouldn't if, be. I think It'd be awesome that I'm still competing with girls that are 20 years younger than me. It's just a badass. And keeping up with them, yeah. And And upping them, winning them, beating them in dailies, eliminations, all that. I mean, come on. Like, leave me alone. (laughs) No, I want you to keep coming back. Keep coming back as long as you want to. You make great TV, too. Yeah. Yeah, And they also need that, too. I'm like, you can't just have 34 athletes because this would be so boring. We should watch the NFL every weekend for that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm like, you need the reality part. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care what size you are. Uh, You can be small. You can be big. Uh, You give, nobody gives more than you do in any daily or any elimination. And you keep coming there. When I was watching the all-stars and then watching you through that final, not only compete to get there, but to actually finish it. I loved every single minute of it. I was so happy. Yes. I was cheering you on. I was a bigger cheerleader than Big Easy. So <laughs> yeah. He was there. <laughs> well, it was crazy because I'm like, Big Easy, do I, at the end, I'm like, yes, did the walking sticks help? He was like, yes. And that's why he got so far ahead. Right. I was like, easy while we were walking. I'm like, should I get walking sticks? Are they helping? He's like, no, not really. <laughs> you know they helped you damn it but i was just so like i had never done an overnight final i've done a regular one where it was like seven hours but i haven't done like in my day body. yeah like i mean i was seeing colors like we were on the side of this mountain and there were just rocks and like you could fall down and yeah. i was so nervous i'm like i mean i had already i fell mid whatever tripped over like a tree thing so we had to go through this whole entire what you don't see is this crazy path that's for horses that we had to take up to the top of this mountain oh wow like a switchback or whatever yeah it was just treacherous i was like easy i don't know (laughs) but killed the kayak part the canoe i mean oh yeah yeah i was out i wish the whole final was just that Right. <laughs> right there. I would put Alton right in the back and I'd be like, let's go. 
<laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest. Those two day finals, I don't think are are meant for people over 35 years of age. Like I, once you hit 35, your body goes through like a change. Like except Ness, who's 43, 44, who won. And yeah, home. and just absolutely hurt it. One in a million. His 40s and second place. Mark is in fourth. He's 50. Yes, yeah. it is okay. Oh, it's absolutely okay. I just couldn't do it, is what I'm oh, saying. I'm over 35. I couldn't. I I got like four hours sleep last night, and I am struggling. Like my body's going to be done all day. That's what I was trying to give you. Uh, well, I feel like I feel like it's easier to wake your body up when it hasn't been at rest so much, but it's just mentally like draining of when you're hungry. So I'm allergic to almonds, just raw almonds. And they kept giving me nuts and shit. And I'm like, guys can't eat these. So they gave me like little banana chips. I had, I had packed, um, uh, what's called pre-workout, but when we capsized, it got wet. <laughs> so I was oh, like, no. get out thing for like a little boost of energy. But like, I was so, I mean, it's exhausting. And then I don't, it's hard to prepare for that. Like you need to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, that's what would get me is the, the mental part of it. You know what I mean? Like you get to a point where you're tired, you're sleepy, you're hungry, you're sore. And it's that finding that strength to be like, no, fuck that. I'm going to finish this, you know, and push on. I'd be like, nope, I'm done. I want out. Take me home. I need a warm bed and a blanket and a hot cup of coffee. Like get me out of here. And then when we finished, like all of us finished within like a half an hour of each other. Like it wasn't like they were waiting on the top for easy. And I like, we could see Ruthie and Jamie the whole time. They were right in front. So I was just like, this is, this was awesome. Everybody finished. Everybody was so happy for one another. Thank God for that helicopter. (laughs) (laughs) Alton Alton walked back down though. He was like, I'm just going to walk. I'm like, did he really? Yes. Oh. but he loves that kind of stuff so like you know like hiking and mountains and stuff so right yeah Man, see on something like that i'd be like i need all the ibuprofen all right. of it <laughs> it wasn't i wasn't that sore i don't think i mean well we drank a lot after so not really <laughs> I, think it's <laughs> I, hear that. I hear booze helps with inflammation too so <laughs> yeah. maybe forgetting that you have it right <laughs> So while we're still on the subject of All-Stars, um, we see you, and we touched on it a little bit, Gisela, um, get into the argument. She kind of, like, all right, you just threw away a friendship. And then we see you two talking on the beds, kind of mending it. And then I watched the reunion, and she's like, no, I'm done. And then I see Twitter, and I'm like, what is going on? Is this really enough to throw away a friendship? Um, where are you guys at now? I don't know, her. <laughs> Fair enough. Not, I mean, not talking about. It's just no. That makes one sense. of those scenes. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, not, not even upset. Just kind of like, right? If that's what you want to throw a friendship away for, I'm just like, all right. Was it really even worth it? Being a friend. I would never. No matter what happens, I'm. I'm not a. You know, I'm not a person that goes on social media and talks about. Like there were times in moments and stuff she got involved with stuff that was and i'm like this is not you have my phone number yeah why are, why are we on twitter so i'm just i just know that there are better ways of handling situations that's all i'm saying and um people show their true colors and you know sometimes you dodge bullets 
Right. Absolutely. So, so I'm about to drink my iced coffee again because right. that's how I feel about that. <laughs> you know what? It's always a good time for a sip. And I'm going to go back into uh, the fan questions from Tony. Um, this oh, one, I it's so low. What did I press? Oh. <laughs> I can hear you guys, but you guys were really loud, and now it's not. Now you guys are like a whisper. Um, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> Usually, rather tech savvy. Hold on. Well, I we, I we are aware it. of that. I did it. The name Max comes back through. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, Devin yes. told us that story. It's a great story, by yeah. the way. Oh, that we're in the van. Yeah. We All talked to Devin a few weeks ago. Max and Max. I love Devin's it. Devin's one of my greatest friends. I think he's absolutely incredible. He's such a cool guy. We we talked to him a few weeks back. We had him on. He was actually, it was a little longer than that. He was our first guest on the podcast. Um, and he was so much fun to to just meet and talk to. He seems like just such a fun guy. Extremely he, genuine. So smart. It's just yes. so great. Like the things we come up with and just like the genuine laughter. It's just, it's just so good. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, the fan question uh, that he submitted also was seeing how the show's evolved o- over all the years. Is there um, certain competitors that you think you could pluck from the past and put them into current shows and they would still dominate like Darrell? Yes. I still think Frank would be amazing. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Frank saw, I mean, I love, I love plugging my friends in. I'm like, Frank. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> do it. I think Rachel would still be a phenomenal competitor socially. I think that she would not because she just never, she never needed to play a social game because she was winning so many dailies. Right. Yeah. Um, and she hates the politics of it. She's like, Anissa, can you go be social? I'm going to be in the room. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we had an interesting, I mean, interesting dynamics dynamic we went on exes as best friends and you know it just she was like please do all the social shit i was like i got you like, yeah i'm gonna take a nap i'm like perfect all right perfect. great um, <laughs> i got it yeah, yeah i'm trying to think of because who would be able to tolerate the the bullshit um right yeah, yeah i really think frank because he's just like kind of no nonsense still think jordan can be in there i mean he's not from the past past though uh right. i would love marlon to come back because i feel like he's he's oh, has a he is rep what he represents yeah this black strong bi male thing we've never had a him on the show he's incredible oh my god we we had him on uh two weeks ago we had him on for like two and a half hours and he's, he's such he's such an open book and and mm-hmm. just picking his brain and especially about previous seasons and current seasons and you know he had nothing but the nicest things to say about you as well oh yeah Aww. oh he talked you up on that interview <laughs> i'm gonna have to listen you. now right but he's <laughs> just like his i mean you've never seen him in person right uh, no just over zoom yeah so his 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 quads are and hamstrings are the most incredible things i've ever seen in my life <laughs> The man oh is God. just a walking muscle, and I think that he has a no-nonsense kind of attitude. I think he brings that to the show. I think he'd be, you know, instead of bringing an extra rookie, I'd throw Marlon in. It's kind of like a rookie, but not. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. he wants to come back, you know. Right. So And Derek Chavez and, like, people that, you yes. know, have 
these amazing personalities and stories but still compete right Absolutely. people want to see people they've known for a long time it's part of the nostalgia it's part of the reason why and yes clearly we're going to age out and not be here in however many more seasons but you know the fact that me johnny ct nani wet like we've kind of gone with it for so long especially me ct johnny like leroy i mean we were all doing it for forever so it's like you watch us on our show you watch us grow up then we transition you know and you level up and you keep going back and people love to see that yeah yeah they do well and i mean and the thing is is for a large majority of the fan base, you know, like you said, we watched you guys grow up, but you know, a lot of us grew up with you guys and watching you guys grow up. And so bringing those people back onto the screen and back into the mix of the show, I think it it helps fans relate to the season more. And I think that that adds into fans being, you know, supportive and right loving the season you know whereas like this season it seems like the fan well actually the last couple seasons it seems like the fans haven't been super impressed with what they've been you know with what the producers have been providing um and i think that the casting has a lot to do with that yeah well you want somebody you can root for but you want to be able to root for them because you know them and you love them and you're like that's been my that's been my person or that person that player that you're like yeah i haven't liked you but oh my god i think i love you this time right you know and thing and them being open and sharing things about their lives something you know traumatic could have happened and then they persevere and you watch that happen so it's it's the storytelling that that we're missing i feel like producers definitely tried to when like Corey got eliminated or when huey got eliminated like kind of to tell their story like it was a more um like a single person focused episode like mm-hmm. when you see more of that person you would get their story then but like we didn't get everyone's story and there were so many stories to tell. I think they were just trying to get fan bases from all over the world, but also giving these people a larger platform by coming here. Like the fact that, you know, like Emmanuel and and like, they're like, this is the greatest show on earth. And I think we needed that check. Like I needed a a mental check of like, I am on one of the greatest shows. Right. Yeah. That doesn't get the record it deserves but no i'm on one of the greatest shows in the world like these kids love our show and it really put things into perspective of like oh shit this is where i am because i'm so used to it it's just like a second home it's like a vacation home for me yeah um i feel honored that i'm still a part of it but it's just like you know it just becomes like a part of you Right. Yeah. It's just what you do. It's just what it is, you know, but then you hop on a a fan podcast like this and the hosts freak out, (laughs) you know, before it is, it's even shown. Oh my God. We saw your name pop up. Oh my God. She's really here. (laughs) Okay. So Anisa, I'm going to shoot my shot right here because I know you'll talk. Whoa. Whoa. We got some beats. We having some technical difficulties. We are. <laughs> oh, we're back. Um, <laughs> it connected to my AirPods. <laughs> they're, not even, they're not even open. Yeah. I don't even know where they are. My phone does that to her car all the time. We were driving down the street and I was talking to my buddy and all of a sudden it Bluetooth to her car. Yeah. He... <laughs> I love yes, the they sticker, do say by the way. Yeah. I love it. Uh, 
MTV sent them to us. I oh, love wow. it. That's awesome. You guys get special stuff, huh? Because we see like certain things on the show. I'm sorry, Rick. I didn't mean to to cut cut you off. Or your but this just reminded me. We see certain things that you guys will like we- be wearing on the show, and then like we'll go to like the challenge store, and that stuff is not available. Like. It, it was I, not this past. <laughs> you guys get special stuff, and I'm so jealous. Like not this past episode, but the one before. Corey was wearing this like challenge bucket hat, and this thing oh, they is were not, awful. But yeah, it was, it's so cute. I love yeah. it. Well, we got I think that's cool. Towels to that bucket hat. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so I'm awesome. awesome. Yeah, she's she's so great, Kelly, um, right now. I know I should sell the towel. Never used right? it. Um, the fanny pack I gave uh, Coriel my um oh, my crop it. challenge uh, hoodie. It was like I want the crop one. I'm like okay because I already had one for they sent me one. All right, so now I'm going to have to drive two and a half hours north to steal it from Corey. Right. <laughs> well, uh, hope you're in a crop sweatshirts and fist <laughs> So, right. So I, I talked to Corey quite a bit um, because my daughter, my daughter is part of the LGBTQA plus community. So they actually talk to each other on Twitch. Um, they it. help each other through gaming and everything else. She helped him set up. And I'm just like, I'm falling in love. I'm just watching them to talk. And I'll, like, join the broadcast just to see them interact. <laughs> I'm like, I love this. Thank you for getting all the letters right. You seem like a supportive papa. That's awesome. Need more parents like that. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Support systems are really important, especially when kids are developing. You know, it's just like they're babies, and then they, they just need support. Yep. Yeah. It's so awesome. All right. So I'm going to switch back to this real quick, and I'm going to shoot my shot because you're the closest I'll ever get to production on this. Tell them for season 40, do a best of the best. Like, they, you can't be casted unless you've ran two finals or something. Or you've ran a final for you. Final. You've yeah, been to a final. Too much. Been to a final. That's like, best of the best. Do the fan service for us. Yeah, I feel like 40 might be a big one. I'm so excited. That's, yeah, I don't want to say 38 or 39, 40. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should just skip 38, 39. Not like I was cast on them, but right. <laughs> just in case they call me. <laughs> no, calls are gone. I'll say that. We don't know what's going on. Right. Um, yeah, absolutely. The COVID really, really made things interesting. I can't believe I've had over 100 COVID tests. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been vaccinated since March. Um, no, the link was leaked in Philly. So, and they had so many vaccines like left over. And I'm like, why wouldn't I? Um, plus, I'm traveling all the time. So, right. yeah, it made it easier. And I think for all stars, if you were vaccinated, you didn't have to quarantine, which, oh, I'm just in a hotel for a week. Perfect. Like, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but. the best of the best would be amazing though it's such a good idea they have to do something for 40 they did it for 30 and and that's my thing like give us like a a dirty 30 style layout format you know where it's just like the best players that have ever kind of been on the game uh and you know in any capacity too i feel like eric niece was great you know i mean our zen master now but like Mark Long is still uh, amazing. He's um, incredible, you know. But I would have Darrell, and I would have Mark, and I. W- but 
the only problem with the best of the best is that this show is so long. Yeah. And some of the best of the best are married kids can't get away from their job. Exactly. That's why All Stars is a way to get that feel back. Right. But um, I think changing the dynamic, maybe having teams. They haven't done teams in so long. Teams really spice shit up. Yeah, it really does. Oil is what gets me when you like everybody has to team up and be like, yeah, we want you out. <laughs> Just that's like, that's what I miss is the teams having to vote their own teammate in. Like that really spiced but, it up. But yeah, it sucks for you guys, but <laughs> as viewers, it was it just it made it gave that show that extra something. Yeah, we were also like, uh Derek was like, so we should just like put number no, names in a hat, and we're like, okay. No. <laughs> you know, and, then, and then PJ would come in and like you pick cards and we're like all right or spin a wheel like right we didn't just walk into this arena set up for whatever some craziness yeah it, I like that too that wheel thing on gauntlet I believe that was gauntlet too um and you know and the eliminations and even the dailies they were just so much simpler you know what I mean it wasn't like TJ having to talk for 20 minutes just to give directions on how to play the game you know what I mean (laughs) like (laughs) it was go here get this come back you're done or you know whatever and now it's like there's like 20 steps to completing a daily challenge it's just a little while you gotta see what happens when it's like TJ explains the game and they're like okay and we're gonna do rules after and then we get to explain the game again (laughs) And they're like, wait for questions. And I'm always like, <laughs> I have a question. Pick me right here. Like, yes, Anita. I'm like, so, if, you know, if this happens, this happens, then can this happen? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. But they, like I said, they have to keep making the game bigger and better. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, and it happens on every reality TV show. I mean, I'm a Big Brother fan. And every year they have to add in an additional twist to one of the twists they did last year. And it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's always the evolution of TV. Never watched an episode. I was going to say, do you watch any other like reality shows or anything like that? I did get hooked on. I was watching a Bachelor in Paradise and all this other stuff because I was just like trying to understand the idea of making out with that many people and living with them and then giving them roses so that they could stay and then being like, I'm falling in love with the two of you. <laughs> Colton, no, you're not. <laughs> you're not in love with any of them, actually. You're not even straight. <laughs> Which isn't a jab at him, but it's no, like, no. I'm, I'm, this is just a, just a, a nod to how unrealistic that is right oh, yeah yeah that's all i just can't i i mean maybe in my life i've been made up with a whole bunch of people just trying to find the one but it's just a tv show like if i had to wear a gown every day to a ceremony i mean i don't i don't even think i have one dress that looks like any of their dresses let alone no. have to do that and then fight for attention and be like excuse me could i have a minute with such and such mm-hmm. yeah. I, I got a question anisa I do like 90 Day Fiance, and I think, um, hold on, Stacey and Darcy are hot mess, and I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the kiss with Latarian? I mean, we could. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where did, you, you leave us off with the kiss of, after he loses the elimination. How um, cute was that? That was so super cute. cute, because it wasn't just one kiss, it was multiple kisses. It was so cute. 
what's happened since because i seen episode one of uh, all-stars two and i'm like i don't know if that's anisa he's talking about or is it oh who's in love with it's not me oh we just didn't get around to like meeting up after we talked about it latarian's a good guy he is um yeah he's just he's a great guy he just didn't want to do anything that his mother would be like latarian and I, I love that he's such a mama's boy and he's he is like that southern gentleman so he's not um he's not big on like being that and he doesn't want to get edited in this weird way and i get why you know you get older you really do consider how this affects not only you right Um, your family kids if yeah anything like that yeah he was he was portrayed as he was portrayed as the knight in shining armor during all-star season one i believe yeah i was really sad when he left yeah because i just think he worked so hard you know and i think he would have been a force in the final that elimination he had against Ace was oh. just unreal. He straight picked him up and slammed him into that ground. That was crazy. Yeah, I was nervous for Ace's ribs or back. Or, yeah. yeah. I was I'm a typical person. Yeah. That, that was probably right up there as hard as hits, like with CT running over Tyler and Bananas and Rivals kind of yeah. hard hit. Yeah, I loved it. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but pole wrestling is my shit. I mean, I was the first oh, yeah. girl ever to do it. Like that's that's my jam. That's so amazing. I love that. Matter of fact, I actually over the years. One of my coworkers, um, I told him, Hey, we started doing this podcast about this show and he's he's not uh, aware of it and i was like all right here let me show you a couple things and one of the first things i showed him was all the pole wrestles that happened during the duel and he saw it and he was like okay yeah i'm gonna probably watch this i was like dude download paramount plus i'll give you my login <laughs> just to get you in yeah here. right i'll give you mine because i'm paying for it even though i'm on it that's weird well, i started paying for it before they were like um here are your logins i was like oops <laughs> it's like one of those see this is how this is how they get you if they're like, ah, oh, it's four ninety nine. You're like, hey, you forget about four ninety nine. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, it's easy to forget about. I've got eight of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we have a bunch Everyone of those does. too. She just found out you have eight of them. <laughs> what are those eight? I only knew about um, three. They're on they're on the other computer. <laughs> Let me know later. <laughs> right. All right. So ten.com. <laughs> I have to ask this. I ask everyone that comes on. Do you have a Mount Rushmore for male and uh, female contestants on the challenge? And are you yourself oh. on your own Mount Rushmore? You guys stole this from our podcast. I feel like we're the ones who started it. And then, then somebody else took it. And then someone else took it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I, I might have. I might have also taken it from NBA talks. But <laughs> you know what? then we probably got it from NBA Talks, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. MJ LeBron, you know. Yeah. Right. Fine. None of us are that. It is not an original idea for either one of us. Uh, I mean, is any or... idea original? No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who would be up there? <sighs> Just kidding. She was at least doing it on beat. I'm right. just gonna be honest. <laughs> um Laurel, just just great at weird shit. Just really just just great. 
another one I would love to see come back. Oh, I'd love to see her come back too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go against her in anything, but I would team up <laughs> <laughs> after I did um, fear factor with her and I had to hold her over a wall that I couldn't see and, and be in a full squat, mm-hmm. just leave out to get flags we worked really well together plus i feared if i dropped her she'd kill me Um, (laughs) we did work well together and i think that if we ever did a show together that that we could probably work together i think so so too i think that we would be a problem oh absolutely there are four up there right yeah yeah four yeah i mean i'll let you get away with three if you want no no i'm trying to think of a, a some guys here that are great i mean johnny has been it's hard to not put him up there with, yeah. with seven wins. Yeah, then I have to put Darrell up there too. The fact that he did four in a row is just, just unbelievable. Unmatched, yeah. I feel like a foot race, not a lot of people are beating Darrell. I mean, he loves running. That's like his thing. So the other girl, I mean, I could put myself up there for 20 years of service. I think I, I think. You deserve spot I, there. Wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that at all. And I wouldn't I think, mind that being my team for every final. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you put yourself against anyone in the history, Laurel, Cara, doesn't matter, anyone that puts up with multiple championships, anything like that. I think it is a coin flip on even you and Laurel in an elimination. Yeah. Yeah. We tried that that one time. So close. She's so tall. They reviewed the footage for a minute. And I was like, oh, please. So we did the first hall brawl in that round chicken coop. Right. Yeah, yeah. So pissed. Yeah, that one was that one was tough. That was a weird elimination, too. That was a weird spin that they put on that, on the hall brawl. That's well, they, a, that's the first, I think, was that the first hall brawl? Maybe that was the first one, actually. And then they changed no, it after that. No, Rivals 2. Was there one no one rivals two? No. Yeah, rivals yeah, two. Was it was where it was uh, Marlene and Jordan and yeah. Leroy and Ty, and right. they had a block, and the other one had to do offense. Which Marlene holding Ty back the whole time was something else. Incredible. Watch. We actually found out that, and I didn't know this, that Marlon was homeless like two weeks before he came on Rivals two, and was not in shape at all or anything. And you know, it was like he wasn't in shape. Sheesh. That, yeah, yeah, that's well, what we from said. his standards, right? And I was right. like, oh, God, I would, I, I wonder what he would be like if he actually was prepared to go in. Yeah, you I got, I got one fan question. Um, <laughs> uh, she just wants to know, um, what are your thoughts on Car not being back on, and what is your uh, friendship like or relationship like with Car right now? I don't have one. Okay. I mean, it just is what it is. I don't think that everyone on the show is meant to be besties. I don't think yeah. right. good TV. Um, I just don't think our, our lives cross paths. Like, if she were to reach out to me or I reach out to her, like, it would be awkward. However, I did reach out when the, when the stuff with Polly was happening um, just to offer some, some support because no one wants to, no one likes to watch it. I mean, some people do, but no one really likes to watch somebody struggle emotionally through something. Right. So and publicly, it just, it's just awful. So of course I offered, I think a lot of us offered our support at that time. Um, however, I was cool with Polly. Well, I mean, we are, there's no bad blood there. I mean, sometimes we, you know, always refers to me as a queen. Um, you know, we slide each other's DMS, like he's, you know, a Jersey boy. I'm in Philly. So like, there's no bad blood. There just isn't any communication. Um, I don't know why she's not back on. I'm not 
part of production, so I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just always looked at it as like, you know, any other job, you know, some coworkers you get along great with and they're your best friends and other ones you just have a cordial relationship with while you're on the clock. Yeah. Yes. And Anissa, from me, I want to say thank you so much. I've enjoyed watching you. I can't wait to watch you some more. And this is definitely something checked off my bucket list. And I am so, <laughs> oh, so happy you agreed to come on. That makes me very, very happy. Sorry yes. it took so long. There's been so much shit no. going on. Oh, oh, you're good. Anisa, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank yes, you once again. Yes, it was again. so nice talking to you. Thank you, Anisa. <laughs> All right, have a good day. Thank you, you so much. It was so great to meet you, hon. You too. All right, bye. 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 Oh, guys, that interview was so much fun. Look, I'm going to go into my grave knowing that Anissa corrected and yelled at me. And you know what? It feels really good getting corrected by the queen. Not going to lie. Uh, guys, I hope you enjoy this interview. We uh, we absolutely enjoyed having it um, and being able to share it with everyone. Anissa is one of a kind. You know, she's definitely one of those one in a billion. And I'm so happy and feel privileged to be able to uh, have watched her grow and almost become like, you know, a second part of the TV family that I watch every week. So once again, shout out to Anissa for giving us some of her time. We really do appreciate it and loved having her on. With that being said, guys, this pretty much wraps up this episode, but make sure you stay tuned. We have the new episode recaps coming out as well as we have some more guests lined up that we think you're absolutely going to love and you're not going to want to miss it. So make sure you subscribe and set up notifications. If not, don't sweat it. We love you guys and hope to hear from you guys soon. Take care.